Hello and welcome back to another episode of Post Game Overtime. I am Will Collison, joined as always by Brandon Corbiel. Brandon, how are we? Doing fantastic today. How are you doing? I am doing just spectacular. Um, I think we should start off with a little apology to the, as of now, 10 concurrent downloaders. Um, we missed our PGO parlay last week. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just fair to um, say what our PGO parlay would have been. And we would have picked the Giants, Saints, Bills, Texans, Titans, Chargers, Bucks, Jets, Vikings, Patriots, 49ers, Cowboys, Eagles, Ravens, Chiefs. And I'm not just saying that because those were the teams that won last week. Those, me and Brandon spoke and we actually, we, we played out a parlay. Actually, we got all of them right this week. We just forgot to bet it. So. Yeah, honestly, it was it was actually pretty crazy. I I didn't think they were all gonna hit, but they yeah. did. Oh, and and they didn't like in a way they didn't hit because we never we forgot to bet it. Um, but we would have been millionaires, and I think we should be treated as such. I would in all ways except for statement. tax. Exactly. Exactly. Well. Actually, we could be taxed as billionaires in the sense that we don't pay any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. So um, th- this is going to be uh, a mostly NFL episode. Um, did, did you want to, before we kind of jumped into the action, did you want to recap anything about the Prague series, how that ended? Any any thoughts and emotions um, on that? Nothing, um, you know, really too crazy. Um, Nashville ended up winning the the second game in the Prague series um, by a score of three to two. Um, so a, a a much closer game, but still, you know, you can just watching you can you could tell you know Nashville is one of those sets um, going to be in the playoff hunt this year, and you know San Jose is still one of those bottom teams there. They're still kind of going through their rebuild slash retool. So it it was very evident in that game, but it was still an exciting game. Um, nonetheless. And as of uh, today when we're recording, um, I guess it's technically day four of the NHL season. Um, yesterday, the, the North America games um, have finally um been underway. Um, and just to recap on those, uh, the New York Rangers beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 3-1. to uh, The uh, Vegas beat LA 4-3. Um, both really, really close games and, and very exciting to watch. Uh, it's just good to, good for hockey to be back. Canada's yeah. game. Yeah, can I think uh, Canada's game, and as we've seen from the international series, it is a much bigger game than just Canada's game. Which is which is a great thing for the game. Yeah. Um, something else I just wanted to point out because I'm just looking at it now. Um, in the 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 most recent episode we did, um, we kind of talked a little bit about smaller players, um, in the NHL. 
Mm-hmm. And, and that's the only about... thing we talked about in last episode that should be re-brought up. Continue. Um, so I, was, I mentioned Montreal's captain, St. Louis. But one guy I actually forgot to mention was uh, probably Montreal's best player. They have uh, Cole Caulfield, who's uh, five foot nine, 162 pounds. Uh, he's actually currently got two goals in the game right now against uh, Toronto. So just throwing that in there. I forgot to mention him, of all people. Oh, yeah. Throw us on the clown report. And I think... Oh, you. And... Not me. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to throwing you on later. Oh, we'll we'll big time. We'll, and we'll I'd just there. like to say, as, uh, as you, I'm sure you've noticed, we're mentioning some of last episode, if you haven't heard it. It's on uh, all places you can find podcasts. Spotify, Apple Music, um, Google Podcasts. Um, so be sure to check out some of our previous episodes. You bet. Should we hop into a little NFM? <clears throat> yes, we should. So before we jump right into week six and our previews and predictions, I want to do a quick recap and being the diehard Tom Brady fan I am, um, I think we should address what seems to be um, a controversy that, that's involving him, but also involving uh, Derek Carr, or at least the Chiefs-Raiders game and the uh, Buccaneers-Falcons game, and has been around the NFL for a while, and that is a bad roughing the passer call. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was horrific. That, that call, that was brutal. That was such a bad call. And this is coming from a Brady fan, and I get it helped the Bucks immensely. Um, and, and you know I'm cheering for him, but my, my goodness, that was a bad call. That was a, a, a very bad call. And the crazy thing about it was that was such a brutal call, but now it's totally been forgotten after a call that happened 24 hours after after the fact which i love actually because <laughs> brady gets too much hate for being at the center of these sometimes and it's nice that you know it get it got deflected pretty quickly but again i it shows like the amount of people like mad at, at brady and being like oh you know it's the tom brady um effect and whatnot yeah like people say that but then you know, I, I don't know how much you, you hear of it, but like I'm I'm really into hockey and um a lot of stuff involved with that. And then on the other side though, there's uh, it's, it's kinda hard to compare the two, but I mean Tom Brady I, I think is still the best player in the NFL. So I'm gonna make this comparison. Um when Connor McDavid is playing for the Oilers and he's getting, you know, hooked and tripped and, and slash watch because he's such a good player and so quick and People always complain, like, well, why aren't they calling these penalties? And it's like, well, it's, it's hard as a ref to sit there and be like, yeah, McDavid drew 20 minutes of penalties tonight because he, he's that good. So mm-hmm. it's like, where's, so it just shows that I, I, it's just people hate Tom Brady and will use anything as leverage to fuel their hatred for him more. I Which agree. Because th- he's a fucking fantastic dude. He is. And I think. Um, and I, and I mean this from a, from a point of respect, but, but he knows, he does know how to work the system. Like he knows how to 
draw penalties. And I think you, you even saw that a little bit. I know the Chiefs, I thought the Chiefs played a physical, uh, their secondary played very physical. And a lot of those penalties, in my opinion, made sense, but I'm biased as all hell. Um, but you could almost see, like, I feel like Brady teaches his guys how to draw penalties. That is a part of the game. And I think when you're playing to a very high level, you're, you are exploiting every minute advantage. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That call was still bullshit. Yeah. That was still um, an awful call. No no doubt about it. There, there's no mixing words on that. I'm not saying he he knew how to game the system on that call. That call is just atrocious and uh and there's no defense. Yeah. Um so just before cuz I think kind of our our main plan here is to to briefly discuss some of the games from uh last week and then dive into the upcoming games for this week. Mhm. Um so since since we we talked about um, hockey and some other things last week. We never really got around to discussing it. It's just something that I think is is such a great moment um, that I want to jump back a couple weeks to just mention because I thought like it it's just absolutely incredible. Um, but so I don't I, I I believe I sent it to you because I was like this dude's a fucking warrior. But it was after week three. Um, on a Wednesday, so kind of middle of the week um, when teams are, are doing their practices and uh, whatnot for the upcoming game. Um, so uh, Arizona Cardinals defensive lineman J.J. Watt on the Wednesday, he actually oh, went yeah. into um, into atrial fib or atrial fib. And so basically what that is, is it's when your heart beats too slow or too fast. And it's just an in reg- like it's, it's an in irregular um beat as to what it should be mm-hmm. and so that happened on the wednesday and he it, it, and 24 hours later on the thursday he got his heart actually shocked back into rhythm properly and then three days later he's he's on the field playing on sunday and was actually the cardinals uh best defensive player that day i thought so i just wanted to give a shout out there because that's that's just a true testament to uh, the type of player that he is and a guy that, you know, won't, won't, if he, he'll do everything and anything in his power to, uh, to get out there on the field with the team. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I was, I was looking, I was trying to look up, uh, an example of a ridiculous entry elsewhere in sports. No, the guy's just an absolute beast. Um, true, true, uh, marathoner, true, uh, example of grit and toughness in the game yeah like that that's a dude that you want to be going into battle with every week because you know he's gonna and really literally put his heart and soul on the line for for the team so i'm not gonna say it but you know how old is he 36 38 what how old is he not that old 34 um, 30 32 or 33 or something Okay, and he's having heart or earlier issues. Earlier thirties, yeah. I'm not. I'm not the one saying it, but I want you to listen. Everyone, turn up the volume. I want you to listen very closely. Just listen very. Did you hear that? No. Steroid abuse. I'm not saying it. I'm just. If you're having heart issues at 32 or early 30s or 
or he, that he's dealt with a lot of just regular health issues though throughout his career, I think. Okay. I'm All pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure I, I read something on that, but I'm going to back him because I think he's a fantastic dude. I think he's a fantastic dude. I think he's a fantastic football player. And I think professional sports is riddled with performance-enhancing drug use. Oh, 100%, yeah. I would agree. Is he above that? He would never. He would never. Edelman did. He's a good man. Well, Edelman's just built different, I guess. Well, I allegedly, 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 he did. I, 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 and I, I'm the biggest Edelman fan in the world. But he served what was it, like a four, four game suspension once for for a violation of an undisclosed substance. So like, it wasn't yeah, pot. Yeah. They'd, they'd say if it yeah. was pot. Um, yeah, and it's not hockey, so it wasn't cocaine. Anyways, yeah. Um, so Anyways. I know that was a while ago. Uh, were there any big standouts um, from from week five for you? I I got one. Um, Standout games. I mean, there's honestly there's a couple. Like it's yeah. There's there's a, there's I think there's. I mean, a few I want to touch on, but I don't need to really go in depth on them. But like, there's there's quite a few that I thought were. But what what was your standout game? My I to be honest, I really only have one. Um, I didn't get around to a ton of the games this uh Sunday because I was out of town. Um. For for something that fans should look forward to soon. I uh, know. Um. But. My my big standout was the Monday night game, uh, Raiders Kansas City. Okay. I don't know yeah. how many other teams fit this criteria, but I'm going to say easily in my in my opinion, I think Las Vegas Las Vegas Raiders best one in four team in the NFL. I don't know how many one in four teams yeah. there are, and and I I get that's like oh you're you're the best losing team, but like. I, I thought they played a great game. Um, and did you see the Defonte Adams uh, put uh, after the game? Yeah. So actually, I wanted to, because I'm going to bring that up because it was um, put up by the same guy as usual, Ian Brapoport or whatever. But uh, Devonte Adams did get charged with Sitter, City or Deant's violation. I don't know if that's fucking how you pronounce it, but um, it could carry a fine of uh, $250 up to $1,000 or 180 days in jail, apparently. Yeah. So, so obviously. So you know what? It, it is a so. And I mean, yeah. Well, and, and that's, that's where I'm torn on it. Because on one hand, it's like, you know, should he should he face jail time for a push? No. Is that blatant assault? Oh my god, yes. See, that's the thing. Like, so where's the line? Just because he's an athlete, it, it doesn't mean he, he's above the law and doesn't deserve to have to, you know, um, pay, like, pay the consequences for his actions. Do I think he will go to jail? No. I, I think at the end of the day, this 
guy that got pushed is is out for money. Exactly. And I think and I think it's it's going to be settled out of court and he'll get paid off and and go on his happy merry way into retirement. Because mm-hmm. Devonta Adams with that new contract, he could afford to give Buddy a mill, and he's also living in Vegas now, so he could easily pay yeah. Buddy a mill and they go their separate ways. But if that doesn't sure. happen, I you know what I think him going to jail is fair because it is assault, and just because he's a professional athlete doesn't mean that he's uh, above the law of, of doing that kind of stuff. Not at all. No, I I completely agree. Um, I think. May I, may I give my suggestion on how I think it should be handled? Oh, of course. Um, Why we're here. Exactly, to give our unsolicited opinions. Exactly. Um, I think if I'm, I'm trying to fact check myself here, um, but I believe the Texans next, or the Raiders next game is against the Texans. Okay. I think the Texans should get a pass from the NFL to sign Vontez Perfect for one game. <laughs> and that's the punishment. Dude, I don't I don't know. Based on the stuff Antonio Brown's been tweeting, I don't know if another one. And that's why you don't push reporters. Or even camera people. That that is say, what, that, just a I don't even know if he was, was he a camera guy or just a sound guy? Yeah, well, and, and that's what pissed me off the most. Like, it was, you're taking it out on the most defenseless guy there. Like, like you wouldn't, you, yeah, you wouldn't push like a child, you wouldn't push a woman. Yeah, so you're going to push a guy holding equipment, like, both of his hands are occupied. He's going to, like, it's just, it's just like, oh, F you, man. Like, for the love of God. You're gonna just yeah. push a dude. Like, I I get I get emotions flare up. I get it's a perfect, but like, if you can't control yourself to not assault a bystander of a game, like for the for the love of God, come on, come on. You know t- exactly. T- t- turn around and start a fight with a guy on the Chiefs. I don't think like if if those were the two options, I think the NFL should give a pass for post-game fights if it means you're not just assaulting workers. Go go and yeah. fight an O-lineman. Go punch one of the biggest guys on the Chiefs. You won't do it. Don't do it, but you're yeah, going to push a guy with his hands full of equipment that's just doing his job. So, ah, yeah. I, I think it was dumb. So, so that was my stand-up, but I do think... It's a shame that that happened, especially because I think it was such an amazing game. I think the Raiders came out. They put on an amazing performance. I thought Devontae Adams had a great performance. I thought the end was unfortunate where um, him and Hunter Renfro collided with each other. I'm so glad that happened. Did you have the Chiefs? No, but I'll tell you why. So, um, oh, fuck. In... In the in my fantasy football league that I'm in here, uh, going into the final the game the Monday game, um, I only had Travis Kelsey and he had Devonte Adams and uh, Daniel Carlson. And shout out to Travis Kelsey by the way for getting four tutties for me. Um, but I ended up winning that matchup by only uh, nine or point nine four points. Um, so. I just barely, barely scraped away with that win there. 
Um, so I'm I'm glad that the game ended the way that it did, and uh, yeah. Um, may I just propose this out there? You sure can. Your um, bloodlust for your fantasy football team, your selfish desire. You know it. Devontae Adams lost and assaulted a man. So I think the assault should be blamed on you. No, that's on. That's um, on no, that. you put it out in the ether. You wanted him to trip. That caused the anger. I think you should on, serve on 180 days in prison. I think you should serve 180 days in prison. Dude, I wouldn't survive in prison. And I think you should think more carefully before joining a fantasy football league next time. Hey, you know what? If... if... You know what? Devon Thames could have just, just make the catch. Like, You know what? I put that out there to every frat or bro group that does a fantasy football league that takes, oh, we have the craziest punishments for the loser. 180 days in prison. See, I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't get into those leagues where they have those stupid, ridiculous punishments. But, but do you not think that's a good suggestion? 180 days in prison. Let's see how real you are about this. You think, oh, we have the craziest suggestions. Yeah, I'm not. Wear a dress. <laughs> 180 days in prison. Let's see it. Let's go. Bet you won't. No, absolutely not. All right. What were absolutely. your... What, well, we're, we're dwelling on week five. What were your week five standouts? And then let's, uh, we'll hop um, to week six here. You know, obviously, Dallas Cowboys defense just... In in my opinion, best best defense in the league. Um, you know they held the the Rams to only ten points, beat them twenty two to ten. Um, and and the the Rams ten points literally only came from from two big plays. Um, Cooper Cup, I, I think he had like a seventy five yard touchdown. The other one was a long bomb, it was like fifty yards, to buddy. And then the the Cowboys stopped him, forced him for a field goal. Um, so. I thought that was a pretty big standout. For sure. I also thought it was, like, I mean, the London game, the Giants actually beat the Green Bay Packers, um, which I, I was not uh, not expecting. Also, like, time to wake up. Who's still sleeping on the Giants? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and, and, I, and I'm saying that because I was too. They're 4-1, man. They look legit. They look legit. I think they're as yeah. long as Saquon is able to stay healthy this year, and I think I think health is going to be their biggest competitor. Yeah. If the I, Giants I can stay healthy, they are a legitimate contender for the Super Bowl. I think yeah. the second injuries get in there, whoa boy. But yeah. I think as long as they can keep health on their side, you're you're in. Well, you know. You get what I'm saying. They they got they got a chance for sure. Um, <laughs> another one. I mean, in week four they almost knocked off the Packers, but they uh, just lost in overtime. But then the Patriots come out against the Lions, who who've had the number one offense. I mean, they've been averaging the most points per game so Ooh. far this season, and they actually shut them out twenty nine to nothing. Yeah. So like the Patriots defense showed. Like they came to play, and and it and and it reflects in the score there. Uh, and Daniel Jones is still out. And, oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Yeah. 
Very sorry. The better, the better Jones. The better Jones. Mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. He's uh, high Mac ankle. So is he is he done for the season? Do you think? I I think he will be back at some point. Probably I, I in our deep playoff run. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Um, um another one, I guess it's not really um you know that big just because obviously Tua um wasn't playing the game as Teddy Bridgewater, but um, I mean, the New York Jets beating the Dolphins 40 to 17. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Sorry, Teddy Bridgewater didn't even play. It was their, their third stringer. Yeah, no, so, yeah, actually, I, I, I meant to bring that up. <laughs> the Dolphins but, are having I mean, the worst luck in the QB department at the moment. But you know what? Good. Because actually, that's, that's something we, we, did, we didn't have a NFL episode last week, so I didn't get to come back to it but with the two situation there whoever whatever um his role was he actually ended up getting oh, fired yeah. when fired, they found out he that. made several mistakes when evaluating to his head injury no, in that really? sunday game so, so you know what good them... My, the dolphins are willing to put uh put put their young quarterbacks life at risk so you know what it's tough now huh so, fair enough. And actually, t- to that point, did he make several mistakes, or did he do exactly what the Dolphins wanted him to do, and then was this exactly, exactly like like Which I, was I, my I, first I, thought. Yeah, we shouldn't come too hard on or come come too hard, come down too hard on this guy because like you, you do need to think that he's lost all credibility now. Like he's not going to be able to find a job in his professional field, like what he worked. Went to school for probably eight years. To... I disagree. Well, he's got no credibility now. If you make a big mistake like What's that, his you're... Name? I don't know. You can easily Google it. I don't know what his name but, is. But, but... but there you go right there. Like, the fact that he's not a household name, he, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Because all, all he has no, to say is NFL no team doctor. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Because I, I wouldn't even be shocked if the Dolphins fired him and then have given him a gr- glowing letter of recommendation to whatever team he wants to go to, whether it be college, NFL, or even private practice. Why, why would a team want him? Because he did what the Dolphins wanted him to do, and then he took the fall like a man, and he, I don't think he's come out and blamed the Dolphins. Like it's almost that scene in like like in Goodfellas when I the think, kid I think goes would, to jail. I think he would have to. He would have no. to come out and say it in order to, to clear his name. Because right now, uh, most people think it's it's just on him. Not many people are thinking like you and I are. But what's his name? I'll try, just give me one sec. But, but that's the thing you're, you're looking up. The point I'm making is, I just think you act like they like, don't do background checks on people. I'm I'm not saying I I don't know. I just think I think he was I think the NFL will look at it as like he was doing Okay, think of it this way. Like you ever see those stories of like a CEO that gets um fired for like like the company has some environmental regulations and they fire the CEO? The CEO always gets hired at another big company or at a subdivision of that company. Because, like, they fired him as an as a optics piece 
and and he kept his mouth shut and then they went all right you did the right thing you know other people will hire you you'll you're you're being you'll be rewarded for keeping your mouth shut and and sticking to the system in my opinion and so actually i'm gonna uh yeah no i no yeah but so two things so one they actually never released his name they kept him completely um unidentified all right and secondly i don't know if this is true but this article from the guardian is saying he was an unaffiliated doctor Mm. so yeah i don't know i think i think he's gonna i think he's gonna come out okay but you know oh yeah now obviously now yeah because they they never said his name Mm -hmm. and i think that that goes to my point completely in the clear then yeah yeah and, so, and so I think I they, now, they know what they're doing. Getting a job. Yeah. And I think the NFL knew what they were doing. I think they wanted to fire him, but they never wanted to blacklist him. I don't think they wanted to fuck him over. Because I think if they fucked him over, then he would become a whistleblower. You know what I mean? That's true. I think, I think it was probably a conversation where him and Goodell sat down and Goodell went, you realize what has to be done, kid. And he went, I get it. And then they took him out back and shot him. No, I'm kidding. Um, um, and, and then just the last game, um, the, the Eagles beating the Cardinals 20-17. to 17. Looked like a game that, um, you, and you know, I mean, the, the Eagles are 5-0, and see, but I think the Cardinals could have just as easily um, have won that game. Um, sure. like their, their offense really didn't get going much until the second half. And then... Um, the Cardinals had a field goal chance at the end of the game there to tie it, which um, Matt Amendola, the, the backup kicker, ended up missing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, he, he makes that kick, and then you're going to overtime, and it's a, it's a 50-50 game to win there. So um, someone kind of stood out. And, and something from that game I thought was, was really cool um, was a, a video that came out after the game, because obviously... Amendola misses that uh, that kick at the end of the game, and so obviously when he's he go, you know he's back in the locker room, reporters just want to talk to him and put all the blast on him and make him feel like shit for for costing the team the game. Yeah, and the uh, the Cardinals' offensive um, lineman Justin Pugh actually came over during the middle of the the interview and said to all the reporters, uh, "I got it here. I'll quote what he said." He, as he stand, he, he stood beside Amendola and we said it and like, was like, I got your back, bro. He's like, it's not on one fucking guy. Everyone's waiting around here for the one guy to come back here. This ain't fucking right. It's not right. Um, and then he told Amendola, he said, keep your, keep your head up. We're going to go up there and win some games. So I thought that's, that's pretty cool that, yeah. you know, the, like, not the reporters don't want to go, you know, talk to, to Marquise Brown who had a whale of a game, or, or ask even the, the the star quarterback Kyler Murray about it. Every reporter just wanted to go straight to the the kicker and and put him on blast for it. And he was like, you know what, this that's not right. You're not going to treat our player like that. And and he put them all in their place, and a, a good majority of them kind of fucked off after that. They were like, you know what, fuck, and they just they left. Yeah, I I think uh, that that's amazing. I think not only does that do a lot for the kicker, 
I think that just that that's a locker room move right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is that the the press left that locker room is stronger going home that night. Yeah, that was a tough loss, and then I'm sure there were some guys in the locker room that went oh, that fucking kicker, man. Yeah, and and, ma- and maybe kick. yeah, and and you know it very well could have been one of those situations of like you know that um that alignment a moment before that was thinking that fucking kicker. But yeah, literally, but, he but is still able to have his back. Exactly, yeah, that, that and I think boy, that's still his boy at the end of the day. That that's a locker room move, and uh, that that's awesome. That is great. I just quickly brought up here before we jump into the preview of um, week six. Were, were we done with that game, or are we done with week five? Kind of. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really, not much. Uh... Much else, everything else, everything was every other game. I mean, all the games were good, but those were uh, mm-hmm. kind of the standout ones. Yeah. So, right, I, I just pulled up the standings here. Um, obviously, the number one standout is how about those Eagles? Oh my God. Um, yeah. And which makes is a uh, real deal. Week, week six, even more exciting. Even more exciting. Um, 49ers. So I, I think I want to just quickly declare, can we call NFC East one of the best divisions in the um, NFL right now? You, you can make the argument that it's the best. Yeah, like like not even just with 4-1 and one and 5-0 and oh teams, just like, and I understand, um, w- will the Cowboys luck run out with, with their QB situation that that is kind of up in the air, but Giants but are showing is, this. Dak, Dak could be back this this week. It's it's a fifty fifty right now. Yeah, and and I think this is showing a little bit, almost like a bit of a new leaf in the NFL. Like uh, yeah. Daniel Jones has taken some time to mature, and this Giants team has taken some time to mature. And I think again, it, it is all very injury permitted, and they're still not yeah. putting up the most points, and their defense is coming up big but it's like th- this team i think is finally showing the potential i'm sure the front office has believed in it for a while because they've stuck with that guy in, in qb right like they've they've stuck with some major key players for a while um the eagles are are showing out and showing off um the vikings are doing are doing well that's a bit of an older system um and then the AFC Bills, obviously number one. That's not as brand new. Um, Dolphins, given that Tua situation, when Tua comes back, if the Dolphins can play damage control and not dig themselves too big of a hole, that's still a very legitimate team. Yeah. Given Tua is able to come back, the Ravens, um, I you know they've had their ups and downs, but offensively they're showing. I think Lamar Jackson's having a a show off year. Um, I, I just think there's there's a lot of yeah. Well, there's just there there's a lot of excitement. I feel there's a lot of I think new big teams in the NFL. Um, some of the, the AFC so, West though hasn't you know lived up to the hype that everyone thought it was going to be at the beginning of the year. Obviously, with the Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Raiders. Um, you know, I mean, obviously the Chiefs still same old Chiefs, still still top of the league. Uh, the Chargers who added a lot of um. The big pieces to, uh, to their already 
good defense. Broncos bring in Wilson, and then the Raiders bringing in, you know, some guys on defense like Chandler Jones and then Devonta Adams um, in the receiving group. And I mean, Chargers are are three and two. Broncos, well, two and three, but Russell just looks abysmal. And then the Raiders, I mean, one and four, like. It's uh, it's just not uh, living up to the hype that everyone thought it was going to at the, the start of the season, though. Broncos Nation, let's ride. Let's ride. That's all I have to say to that. No, no, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I think it's, it's not living up to the hype, but I think the NFL is, and this maybe goes back to the earlier point of um, these newer teams looking good, Oh my parody. Like Yeah, there, there is becoming more parody in the league now. It's just I I can't remember the last time like there's usually at least two two undefeated, three undefeated teams going into like week nine even sometimes, right? Like I was gonna say last usually, year I think there was still five undefeated teams after week after week five, and then I think after week seven the Cardinals were we're the only team, but like there was, there's quite a few undefeated teams for a while last. But this year, I mean, there's only one now. There's only one, and it feels like like you look at a team like the Lions, like they've scored the most, and they're they're at the bottom. Like I think there's there's teams in there that almost have deceptively bad records as well. Yeah, like like Carolina I, I just one in four and. I mean, Mayfield has been doing bad, though. Mayfield has been doing bad, but he's usually not that bad. And then, you know, you've got, I mean, when healthy, the best running back in Lane McCaffrey, they got a great defense. But they also just fired their head coach. Yeah, they did. They just fired him. And there Which, is hey, some maybe chatter. Maybe that turns things around. Well, there's some chatter that um, with him gone, they might trade off McCaffrey. I have seen that, and apparently Buffalo was asking about him. Which would just ah. be if Buffalo acquired, oh my, wow. It would just, then, it wouldn't be right. And then you, you look at the other teams that are, are one of four Raiders. Fantastic team. They should not be one in four. They're better mm. than that. Pittsburgh has been a playoff team for how many years? It's just their, their quarterback situation. And also yeah. TJ Watt being injured hasn't helped. But they've been a playoff team for for years it's just a quarterback thing and then the washington commanders they they were a playoff team last year with heineke yeah i think and then again the same thing just carson wentz hasn't been doing good at quarterback and chase young not playing on on defense has been hurting them but mm-hmm. so all these one in four teams are like are, are all playoff teams in my opinion or, or have the potential to be like it's like, whoever's yeah. the first overall pick, um, you know, which bodes well for teams like Washington, Pittsburgh, Carolina, because I think the first two picks this upcoming year are both going to be quarterbacks. Like, it's, it's not like they're going to a bad team. They're going to yeah. a team where if they ball out and, and you know, do their thing, they, they could easily be in the playoffs. So, yeah, it's just really, it's, I think, and I, like, I, I get this isn't as well documented on the podcast, but I feel like I've said this every single year for the past, 
like three, four years where I said, this has felt like, not even just for my teams, this has felt like the most exciting NFL season in my recent memory. And it feels like it just, it gets that way, but more and more every year. Like, I think that applies again this year. And I think it's topped last year, which topped the year before that. Like, it's, the league, you know, as much as I hate Goodell, they've, they've figured something out to where I do think it stayed competitive. Like, I know there was some controversy with, um, the LA Rams and their salary cap uh, issues and things like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just think, I think they've, I think the league is in, a, is in a really fun to watch place. It's in a really interesting place right now. I, I completely agree. And it's, it's awesome. It makes it that much more exciting. Should we and now it's just, if you want to, yeah. And I was just gonna say, it's now, if you know, you want to win the Super Bowl, like you got to be, the the best because every team has a chance to win. It's like you got to be the one team out of thirty two that have a chance to to get in there. Yeah, do you ever? Um. All right. Week six. Right off the bat, um, what what are your standouts? I mean, it's you know without a doubt, it, it's got to be the Thursday game, Washington Chicago. No, I'm just kidding. Um. No, but honestly, it's the, the Sunday game. Sunday night football, baby. Um, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles. Okay. Like, that's Cowboys 4-1. and one, My opinion, best defense in the league against the, the 5-0 and o Eagles. You know, what, what can Jalen Hurts uh, do against him? Because, you know, I think he's, he's been really good so far this season, but I think this is going to be his biggest test against a, a Cowboys defense that has been lights out all year. Micah Parsons probably going to win, you know, defensive player of the year as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a test. So it's, uh, I'm excited to see how that one plays out. Me, me too, big time. Um, I think we, we have an amazing week ahead of us. Um, that's a definite standout. Can I give a few other ones? Yeah, I there I just yeah, there there is another one, but For, that was kind of my my main standout. Um th- this one I almost don't want to say it cuz it just it's a bit of a slam Bills Chiefs obviously. Obviously, yeah. Um th- th- that's going to be a standout for the next I think 5 5 years minimum to come. I think those teams will just be competitive continuously though those will be the next two or are the next two top dogs. Um but Ravens Giants. I think yep. that's going to be a better game than, and maybe I don't know. Maybe, maybe everyone's talking about how good it's going to be. I think that's going to be a really, really competitive game. Yeah, it's going to be think, exciting to see how that uh, you know plays out. I'm I'm going to be I'm going to be really curious to see how Lamar Jackson can. Um, handle the Giants defense and I want it like can the Ravens I think if the Ravens can beat the Giants here I th- I think both both are going to be huge team wins for this team like I think if the Giants can continue their f- make it five and one 
and make it that way against the Ravens, I think that's going to be huge for momentum. I think if the yeah. Ravens can knock down the Giants a little bit and and kind of correct their score, because I correct me if I'm wrong, I believe they're three and two right now. Um, the Ravens. Yeah, they're three and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it puts them at four and two. That's that's you know now I know they're the top of their division now, but like that becomes a much more competitive record. Um, now they're tied with the Giants in that sense. So I think that's going to be a huge game. Um, I think the yeah. Saints Bengals game is going to be a little bigger than what some people might be giving it credit for. Yep. I think I'm again. Burrow has uh, has his work cut out for him this year. Uh, clearly, O line issues still aren't addressed in that team. But did did you? Yeah, I want to bring this up. Sorry. Oh no no go go ahead because probably the point I was about to make or the thing I was about to say anyways. Um, I saw Burrow on a podcast the other day, uh, the Full Send podcast. And and to be yeah. fair, I don't actually watch that podcast. I just saw this clip, but he was talking yeah, about know. the sack stat. Yeah. Did, is this what you were going to say? No, no, no. Did you hear this, though? No, I didn't. No. He brought up a good point, um, and, and I never really thought of it before. He goes, you know, that's a misleading stat, because he goes, if I have, you know, let's say nine or seven sacks a game, you know, everyone goes, oh, my God. He goes, but, like, look at how many of those are third down sacks. He goes, unless we're unless yeah. it's a field goal situation where you know I don't want to put push our uh, team back. If it's a third down, I'm going to extend that play as long as I can, and I'll take the sack if it means I get an extra second in the pocket to try and get us that first down. Because because if it's just going to be a five ten yard difference for a punt, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, no, that's actually, that's actually a very good point that, that he, yeah. he brings up there. And, and he kind of, he goes, I'll, I'll take that sack every time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look for that, that first down. And yeah, so, so, so yeah, I, I listened to that and I kind of, it made me shake my head a little bit and go, well, I need to look at this differently. Cause I was, you know, I look at that yeah. flat, just that flat number and I go, oh my God, seven sacks. Oh, you know, how, how, how do you compete with that? But, he he does bring up that amazing point. No, actually, no. Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, so, uh, oh yeah, the thing it. I was just going to mention was just, it was just a video of him, um, you know, during a press conference and some reporter ever just kind of lets out a little bit of a tiny cough and it scared him. Yeah. So a lot of people are just poking fun at that, that, you know, just the smallest thing scares him because he just keeps getting run over on the field over and over. Or maybe he's just that hyper alert. He's just, maybe. he's, yeah. He, he's like, he's like spidey senses. He knew that sneeze was coming. He sensed it in the pocket. Um, yeah. Um, Should we get oh, into a little... Fuck. The... I just saw the Monday game. Why? The, dude, this is... Four times through the first six weeks that the Broncos play a primetime game. Why are they forcing the Broncos upon us? Broncos Nation? They can't ride anymore. Broncos Nation. 
Let's ride. Honestly, Broncos Nation. Broncos Nation. Let's ride. I will watch the game if Russell Wilson is out. Because he's question one out of the shoulder. So if he's out, I will watch it. Because I cannot watch him fucking just be absolutely terrible anymore this year. It is too painful. I just want to... I want to watch their backup go out there and just fucking thrive with this team because they should not be as bad as they have been. I'm tired of the Broncos being forced upon me. Broncos Nation. Give me anyone else. Let's ride. Give me, give me the Houston Texans at least then. Give, give me them hey, four j- primetime games. Broncos Nation, let's ride. All right, should we get into some of the betting lines here? Yeah. Um, so the uh, obviously the Bears Commanders game that is a pick 'em. Um, even money, super low. The over under is set at thirty seven and a half. Um, so really, not high high scoring expectations for that game. At least where it opens up a little bit, we got Tampa Bay. They are getting or they're giving eight points, so they're the minus eight favorite over the Steelers. Um, with the over-under being set at 44. Right off the bat, I, I think the uh, Bucks can definitely cover. Um, I think that's a... I, I would take that bet over. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know what the Steelers' offense can produce. And I predict seeing a big defensive game from the Buccaneers because they still have a great defense. People forget that. They do. It's just, and that's the thing is their defense has been good this year. It's just their offense has had a hard time going some games. Oh, for sure. Um, And I think sometimes that is the Brady effect of you almost forget about the second half of the team. But uh, I I do love that uh, minus eight. Um, I think the Bucks can cover that for sure. I I see personally. I see the Bucks putting up a good amount of points, and I see uh, the Steelers being held to under ten, in my opinion. Which is why I'd almost want to say Bucks with the eight and um, hit the under. But that's just that game. Um, thoughts? Yeah. No. I I would I would agree with that. I I I think I. I would definitely take the just because, you know, I think even if um, the Bucs can put up points, I don't see the Steelers putting up too much. So exactly. the Bucs would have and to carry like the, the, a lot of the workload um, to get the over there. So 100%. And I, and I almost see it being a turnover. I, I see the Bucs. Um, I think they could definitely get a few turnovers against the Steelers, depending yeah. on who they start. Especially, yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I so I think that's a great game. I do love that minus eight. Uh, I think that's a great bet. Next game we have uh, Bengals Saints. Bengals are the favorite, uh, taking on two points. Um, with a forty-three over under, so much tighter game. Similar. I kind of got nothing on this. I think it's. I, I think this is a great game. Two points. It's pretty close to a pick'em at that point. Um, I, I I'm just excited to watch it. 
Yeah, I agree. It's it's so tough to to pick between these teams. Both have the potential to to come out and um, you know, play big and win the game. But as we've also seen come out and, you know, um flop flop a little bit and you know, struggle. So I think it's it is really a pick 'em. It's it's too tough to decide between them. But regardless, it's I think it's going to be. A- I I agree. I I almost want to skip over this one, um, but I feel the need to bring it up because it's your your team. Um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh yeah. Uh, taking on the Colts, Jacksonville is getting two and a half. Um, over under set at forty two. I. I, I got nothing on it. That's why I wanted to skip over it. Um, the Again, Colts have shown no consistency it's, it's this year. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel afraid betting anywhere near a Colts game. To be honest with you, um, and you know, we don't even know if Jonathan Taylor is is going to play or not as well, which is a big determining factor in that game. So, exactly. The next one though, uh, New England Patriots, Cleveland Browns. Pats are the underdog, getting two and a half points. I'm taking the Patriots on that. I I, too, yeah. I get the two teams have the same record. Um, I I just and I understand I'm very biased. I think the Patriots team is the better team of these two. So uh, I'm taking that all day. The over under is 43 and a half. Uh, I would honestly take the under. I see it being a defensive heavy game. You're forgetting uh, Mac Jones won't be back, I don't believe, at least for this week. Um, so I don't, I don't see the Patriots putting up a lot of points, but I, I think they have the potential to hold the Browns um, to not a lot of points. So I, I like that two and they a half. And they, they, with they the proved under. it last week against the Lions. They, yeah. Yeah. they shot him out for zero. And you know, it's, it's not like the... I mean, the Browns don't have Deshaun Watson playing. It's still Brissett, so it's, you know. And, yeah. and I think Belichick knows how to coach against Brissett. Yeah. Um, yeah, I li- yeah, I like the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, and next one is, uh, and actually, we, we don't have to go in-depth on all of these games. Um, we'll be here forever, so I can, if you want, I can rapid-fire, and you just stop me if you want to go in-depth on a game. Um, although I think the game after this, I want to go in depth on. Uh, next one is Jets Packers. Um, Jets are the underdog, getting seven and a half. Um, over under forty four and a half. Uh, I would go Packers. Can they cover? I'm not sure, but uh, pa- Packers straight up. Um, next one yeah. though, I want to talk about this. This is interesting. Ravens Giants. Yeah. Ravens are your favorite. That they are. They're taking five and a half here. I like it. How are you? How are you giving the Giants plus five and a half points? I like think you're Ravens are better out? Team. Am I missing? Am I? But am I missing something? No. And you think they could cover the five and a half? Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, we might have to put that on the PGO parlay. Honestly, on the, at those odds, I say we take that straight up. Fuck the points. Okay, um, Saquon actually is... Um, he was limited in practice with a shoulder injury. Okay, so then... So that's part of it. Yeah, all right. Then, yeah. Yeah. 
But I think even yeah. if Saquon plays, I'm I'm still riding the Ravens on it. All right. Interesting. Um, I next, Lamar's, I think Lamar's got a lot to prove after um, the, the last couple of games. I think he's going to come out hungry and ready to ready to feast. Fair enough. I can't argue that one. Um, we'll rip through a few more of these. Uh, Vikings, Dolphins. Um, Dolphins are the underdog getting three and a half with two is still out. I think that's a safe bet. Uh, can the Dolphins team come off around? I don't know where Bridgewater sits right now. So I, I'm, I'm staying away from that one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if Miami's playing with their third chair again, then yeah, get, give me the Vikings all day long. Yeah, especially at three and a half. Uh, next one is 49ers Falcons. Um, Falcons getting five and a half. I, I could definitely see the 49ers covering that five and a half spread if they're able to get to Mariota early on, on in the game. Um, and then, and then kind of let the offense do the rest. If they make it a close scoring game, I don't think they have the offensive ability to pull ahead, but I think they have the defensive ability to keep the Falcons behind. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, next game, we got Rams-Panthers. I think the biggest spread of the week. Panthers getting 10.5 points. Um, and I can honestly see the Rams covering. You know, as long as Stafford doesn't have an interception-riddled game, um, I, I think they should have no, no issue putting up, you know, 14, 14 uh, surplus points against these guys. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree. Yeah, I don't like the Rams, but you know, unfortunately, it's it's, it's a Panthers. Like, yeah. All right, next team up, we got your Cardinals taking on the Seahawks. Um, Seahawks are getting three for this one. Uh, over under set at fifty. Do you think the Cardinals can cover three with that? And where do you think it lands with fifty points? Do you think we're seeing a high scoring game, low scoring game? What do you feel? Um. I think yeah, Cardinals can easily easily take it by three. I don't, you know, I don't think that's. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. I do think it will be a higher scoring game. You know, uh, Seattle obviously doesn't have the best defense. They've they've allowed quite a quite a few points. Um, yeah, I'm mean, yeah, and then yeah, I I think it's going to be a high scoring. My my mind's kind of all over the place. Uh, just kind of looking at their their team stats, but um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the the so Cardinals' last game. game. So you think? Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say it's also the Cardinals' last game before DeAndre Hopkins is able to return, and I think it's it's gonna be a, a completely just di- different offense once uh, Hopkins is back. Because not not only is getting him back here. But then Marquise Brown's gonna have more field to to play with because he's not gonna be um, under double coverage sometimes. Um, so yeah, and if, if the Cardinals some... can come out of it three and three, and then getting Hopkins back, I think is huge in itself given the the schedule that they had to to start the season here. So I think to come out three and three and then try and run with it from there is. Is, is is good by them. I mean, obviously could have, you know, potentially could have been three and two, but um, yeah, I, th- I think it is, it is a big game though. I think if they, they need to win this one, if they want to give themselves a realistic, good shot moving forward for the rest of the season. 
Yeah, I, I uh, are no slouch like like people thought. They've they've done oh, quite sure. well with Geno Smith of all people. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost surprisingly. Um. All right. So the next one is Bills Chiefs. Chiefs are the underdog for this one, getting three points. Um. I I like the Bills in this personally. I I think they have the ability to cover that three. Uh, over-under set at 54. I see this being a very high-scoring game. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I, I think it will be as well. I think it's going to be a, a good, exciting game, though. I'm looking forward to it. Um, all right, then our Sunday night game, we got Eagles-Cowboys. Eagles are taking on six points. Do you think they can cover? No. 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 I, I think the Cowboys will will win that game. Really? Yeah. I I completely disagree with you. I think well, not completely. I think the Eagles win that game. I I see it being close. I I can see them not covering, but I think they definitely win it. And then uh, your Monday night game, Broncos Nation. Let's ride, Los Angeles Chargers. Can they cover five? Um, I'm not, I'm like I said, I don't care to watch this game because I'm sick of the Blues being shoved down our face every week for whatever right. reason, just so we can watch mediocrity. Um, and the Broncos worst part Nation. about it is, but it doesn't matter. You say Broncos Nation, let's ride. Russell Wilson let's doesn't ride. have the balls to say it anymore. At the end of his Broncos last press Nation, conference, he gets up and just says Broncos Nation. And he's just like 10 feet away from the mic. He just like, he's had his soul ripped out of him in such a short amount of time with the team. What if he just so said, like, a little... Chargers, Chargers are going to absolutely steamroll. And I hope it's 50 to nothing. All right. So I think this sets us up beautifully. So you think Chargers can cover five? I think Chargers are going to win by 50. All right. So that's the first bet on our PGO parlay. No, literally. Put on there. Um, Chargers I, by 50. I, I don't think it gives me those odds. Justin um, Herbert right. throws for 900 yards. And Broncos Book Nation it. rides. Um, Russell Wilson has negative five yards. Because that's just the type of player he is when he's cooking. What are some other standouts? I, I think another standout, for me at least, um, for the PGO parlay would be Bucks covering eight. Yeah. I think they're more than capable of that. Uh, do you have any... Any other strong inklings? Um, we gotta we gotta win one of these PGO parlays because the the hope Rams, is I that think Rams cover. You think they cover the ten? Yeah. Wow. All right. And I and I like Cardinals by by three. Okay. I like it. Book it. So that's our four teams. You want to just do the four? Why not? Oh yeah, that, you know that's pretty money odds. If we throw uh, ten was, bucks on gonna, it, I was just gonna oh, say also just throw the Patriots money line on there. Well, if we're throwing Patriots, um, then I think we should take them with the points. Oh, I guess yeah. No point just doing money line. Yeah, no mind. Yeah. All right, that that cranks our odds up even a little more. Jeepers, creepers, where'd you get those peepers? Okay. Um, 
here are our teams for the PGO parlay this week. Do you want a little drum roll? Yes, sir. We have the New England Patriots taking on two and or not not taking on getting two and a half points. We have the Arizona Cardinals taking on uh, three points. Los Angeles Rams taking on ten and a half. Bucks taking on eight, and Chargers taking on five. So we're only taking one underdog this week. We're only we're only yep. taking the you're using the point advantage once. Everything else we're we're betting against the spread here. You know like it. The way we think. Do you, do we want to even tease ourselves? Do you want to know what? Uh, we're we're putting ten on this, right? Yeah. Do you want to know what this can win us? Sure. Let's hear it. Two two fifty five. The odds are good on this one. So that's uh, so that's our PGO parlay for this week. I will place the PGO that Nation. Let's ride. <laughs> PGO Nation. Let's ride. Um. I think that kind of wraps up our week six uh, preview. Do you want to hop into some clown report? Oh, do I ever. Get after I, it. Yeah. Oh, we've got some stuff. Um, I'll, I'll let you kick it off. Though. You, you can start us off. All right. So we, we, we talked about this before, um, and, and we're going to refrain from saying it. Um, Antonio Brown, our favorite, uh, tweeted out, and I believe it's as of the recording of this, it is still on his Twitter, pinned as his top tweet. Um, he did a artist rendering of the um, Arizona Cardinals team logo and insinuated um, mental disability to the, to the logo. And with the caption, he's starting his own team. So... I think what not enough people are bringing light to is this is kind of a beautiful self-diss. It really is, yeah. Like, he's, he's calling himself that. It's showing that he is, like, he is self-aware. He must, or he has a beautiful PR team. Or that. No one wants to fuck it. Who would want to be on the PR team for Antonio Brown? What if Antonio Brown Unless has the Buffalo like, Bills PR pig. team? He should get the Buffalo Bills PR team where they just do those meme edits of Antonio Brown every time he yes. does a controversy. That's, yes, that's what he should do. They, they've been putting on some banging stuff, honestly. Shout out oh, to man. It's so funny. Banger after banger. They've really been bringing the heat. Oh, have they ever. So, so that... That is my uh, my first clown clown of the week. That that's a pretty hefty one, I will say. Yeah. And and I encourage you if it's still up, do look up the tweet. Uh, go do AB eighty four on at AB eighty four on Twitter. Um, yep. You you'll know the one we're talking about. Yeah, it's it's right there. He he wants it to be seen. He wants it to be seen. Um, yeah. what is uh? Do you have another clown? I do. Yeah. This one's uh. A little tough for me to to bust out here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna blast him. I think it's I think it's fucking. Um, so the San Jose Sharks uh, um, obviously played their first two games over in Prague, but now um, this Friday they they have their season opener back in SAP Center in San Jose. Also, the return of uh, longtime Shark Brent Burns, who is now with uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. Um. So I don't know exactly how this is happening, but they're they're doing some sort of little contract. I don't know if it's kind of like 
tailgating thing outside or if it's um, something indoors before the game. But uh, they invited a um, Canadian band from Toronto. Uh, I don't know if you've heard them, but the band is Crash Adam. Okay. That name sounds Holy familiar. Fuck, do I hate them? Actually, well, no, hate's a strong word. I like to say, but I dislike them. Dude, they, they are yeah. so, so annoying. Like, I literally had to block them on, on like, when I'm scrolling on TikTok. Like, videos they make are just so embarrassing. And it's just so painful to watch. And it's, and it's just such a bad, like, it looks so bad they, they brought these guys. It's like, they're scraping the bottom of the barrel for it. So I'm 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 throwing San Jose uh, the Sharks on the the Clower because it's like thank thank fuck I'm not at that game. That's all I'm saying. As much I'd love to. Thank fuck I'm not now, now knowing that that's going on. Fair enough. Um I got another clown that's a little close to home. You? Yep. There it is. I was waiting. I was right. Um, and and I think we should do this in a beautiful way of a shameless self promotion. Uh, we started a YouTube channel. We, we started a YouTube channel, so you can now find us on uh, post game overtime on YouTube. Uh, and we are going to, I think, eventually be doing some uh, video podcasts, and eventually, um. We'll be posting just our full podcast up on the YouTube, just the audio, um, if that's where you like to consume your content. But the big one is we're going to be doing clips as well now. Um, all, all your so, favorite uh, favorite moments from the podcast will be easily accessible to get right to that moment, uh, to show your buddies, your parents, uh, you know, your dog, whoever. So this makes it a little bit easier for, for you guys out there to get to that yes. content that you love so much. Show it to your side piece, right? Your sneaky link. Show it to everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Show it to Zach Wilson's mom's best friend. Like, you can show it to whoever. Um, oh, actually, no, this is... No holds barred. No holds barred. Um, as you, just a quick side note. As you know, um, and as some of the viewers may know, um, I, I do stand-up comedy uh, in my own time, and I recently headlined a gig... And it was a last-minute uh, switcheroo. So the producer of the show asked me to send in some headshots, just some pictures of me for the poster. And I just sent in a bunch of pictures kind of fucking around. Guess what made the poster? Hmm. A picture of Zach Wilson. Hell yeah. I just snuckled Zachy boy in there. Um, sick. Yeah, you can put that on the clown report. So, um, no, dude, that's that... sick. <laughs> well, the, the clown on the producer for not knowing. Um, yeah, for true. thinking, but also nice on me for being mixed up with that handsome devil. Um, but yeah, so I we, we're we're doing clips now, and I've been trying to get subtitles to the clips, and I made about three of our videos putting in the subtitles automatically manually trying to make them a little fun adding fonts colors all that stuff 
um, and saved all of the videos wrong. And we lost about... And I realized my, my mistake would have been corrected if I had watched a two-minute video on how to export them. Two minutes would have saved us about two hours and 15% on car insurance. Um, yeah, there you go. Nice shout-out. Way to go. There you go. So I, I, I will woefully put myself on the uh, clan report this week. But also, uh, I would like to put all of our viewers who aren't scrambling at this moment to check us out on our YouTube channel, Post Game Overtime, and slapping that subscribe button and, uh, and checking out some of our clips, baby. Checking out oh, those clips. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think clips are, clips are things to come, right? We want to uh, start incorporating yeah. that on some of our Instagram, maybe a TikTok to come. Just ways to share... Uh, our condensed content with you guys, and a quick shout out to a local artist put together an amazing logo for us uh, that we are using for yep. our um, clips, uh, the, the the backdrop for our clip videos. So be sure to her uh, Instagram is in the descriptions of uh, of all the clips, and all you see, and I'm sure we'll be making some posts about that on our Instagram soon. So be sure to check them out. Be sure to check our clips out. Uh, do you want to plug any other? Do you, sorry, do you have any other clowns? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got one. I got one more. Ooh, 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 I was rushing you. Oh, my God. Um, this is a, another hockey one just because it, it popped up today because it was finally released. Um, so the Edmonton Oilers um, have, you know, they, they released their new um, menus, like, for their, for their concessions and whatnot inside Roger's Place. Oil Nation um, for this upcoming. Fuck no, stop! Not Oil's Nation. Um. Uh. So so they released their their new menus and prices for for the upcoming season. Okay. We're gonna play a fun game here. So oh, no. combo combo four. Okay. You can get two popcorns and two fountain drinks. Guess how much it is. Also, right. bear in mind that this is a this is a hockey game, not a movie theater. Their, seems... their menus look like they're they're at movie theater the way they've got it all set up. See, I, yeah, I, I was going right out of the gates hard. I'm I'm putting each fountain drink six fifty. Yeah. No, this is just for the combo though. I want I want what you think of total is item. Two popcorns and two fountain drinks. Twenty bucks. Twenty. Yeah. Thirty six fifty. What the fuck? Thirty-six fifty. Shot for two popcorns and two fountain drinks. Yep. Find a dip, a better way to pay McDavid for Pete's sake. Yeah. Come Next. on, did, what are jersey sales doing that poorly? How can you justify? No, no. Let's break this down. Okay, let's break this down. There's four items on that. What's half a thirty-six? Like eight. Yeah, I guess eighteen twenty-five. It's yeah, eighteen. Well, well, fuck the cents. Eighteen dollars. Okay, so you're trying to tell me a popcorn and a fountain drink are each worth nine dollars individually? Are you high? And here's another thing: if you, if I just went up and I said I'd like one popcorn, if you wanted to say nine dollars, I'd go. That's a little steep, but you know what? I'll take it. But in a combo, prices should be reduced to encourage combo purchasing, right? Yeah. Exactly. Which makes me think, is an individual popcorn like 40 fucking dollars? Yeah, it, 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 
Exactly. Like, it, it makes no sense why it's that high. It's may an insane I, markup. May I give my proposed solution? Yeah. McDavid should be suspended for the 2022-2023 season. Holy, holy fuck. I think that's fair. Hey, you give me the grounds on that. Why? I'm curious um, now. I, I want to see back up your point. Watch this mental gymnastics. So, when a team breaks um, uh, salary cap infractions to an egregious level, they are fined. Um, that, or in some leagues, maybe hockey isn't one of them. It might be baseball. They're fined that amount of the salary cap as like a back tax the next year. Maybe it's football. So if you go over by five million, you have to be under by five million the next year. So we should be dogpiling on Tampa Bay and Vegas, not Edmonton. Hear me out. We should be for that for that offense. I think a new offense should be if you're caught. So if you're caught overspending on your team, you get penalized. If you're caught overcharging on your customer base, I think you should lose your star player for that year. Or he loses the blades to one of his two skates. It's only fair. It's only fair. I can't even comprehend what's going on right now. It's only fair. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I guess the other one on here is... is Slip combo, it, baby. It's combo two. So how much do you think it is for two cheeseburgers, two small bags of Lay's chips, and then two fountain drinks? Yeah, I'm going to be real. $50. Like, like it, it, Most, I'm so... Close. I'm so... 55 Oh, shut up. Shut 55. up. That is not okay. 55 That See, that, that just bugs me. Because it should be like... You should but be able to go to a game. Now. So, you, I mean, so, let's just, let me just, um, so 55. So, it comes out to about 27.50 per um, thing, right? Mm -hmm. for, for per person to, to, like, get their things. So, like, is it? I mean, so yeah, you're like that's they're incorporating into that price. Um, so you can buy a regular cheeseburger on their menu, fourteen seventy five. So then, so just for argument's sake, just round it up to fifteen. So with that combo, you're saying that one small bag of chips and a fountain drink is twelve fifty. Like, that's... Do better, Oilers. You know what? That is, if I may, that is the essence of what the clan report is and should be about. Right? Like, I think sometimes we slip into using it to call out maybe, um, like, teams doing a bad thing, like, with their players, like the Tua situation, or even, like, sure. an Antonio Brown is offending people. Crash Adams to play at your game, like, 
Oh. Well, then, no, that that's clown. But I think I like this. This has been a very light clown report because this this is clown behavior. These prices are clown behavior. Literally, like, that's, that's just rid- that's ridiculous. And like, everyone's just gonna eat before they go to the game. Like, no one's so, gonna like. If I'm going to a game and I know that I'm gonna have to spend thirty dollars plus for something to eat and a drink. I'm just gonna, I'll, I'll fucking stop at McDonald's. I'll pay ten bucks to get me food instead. Yeah, like, and and yeah, maybe like obviously I'm not on their business management team, so maybe this was proving to be unsuccessful. But another market they've kind of shot in the foot is you look at so many teams had like diners. Before the game, well, not diners, but like almost nicer restaurants where like if you had special tickets, you would go two hours before. I, I never went, but you'd walk by them, right? Yeah. It was like service restaurants. So you've like the, the prices of them must be extravagant or maybe are they even still around? Like if you're charging that much for a concession cheeseburger, how much are you charging for a quote unquote chef made cheeseburger at, at this area? Right. Like. There was, and and a lot of people criticized it, but there was becoming this fun market of like, we were seeing more fancy items entering ball stadiums where like now you could, you know, the, some people said like, I think in some American um, baseball stadiums, you could get like sushi and everyone chirped to that. But it's like, you know, I'm, I'm all for creating some fancier, more expensive options. Like, yeah, get, get a pulled pork sandwich in, in the stadium. Is it going to run you a little more? Of course it is. It's stadium food and it's, it's, it's pulled pork sandwich. But your, your basic essentials, your popcorn, your cheeseburger, like that should, be, that should be staples of the game. You should get that free when you walk in the door. Well, I, don't, I don't know about free, but, but I, like, oh, you, yeah. like you should you not be. Yeah, but like the way that they're upcharging is just it's just ridiculous man like unfortunate yeah and it's and it's disappointing and obviously you know um these were the only things that were leaked but in the comments is a bunch of oilers fans complaining about their team store and the price of jerseys and uh and and merchandise in there i don't know know what it is but it's got to be pretty fucking high for people to be uh, up in arms because I mean, you you go online and it's um, it's like two hundred dollars just to get a blank jersey on like all like the official like NHL and sites and whatnot, and then I think it's after tax, it's like three ten or something if you want to get it like with the name and number on the back. Is this so, just the Oilers though? No, so that that's just in general for. Buying jerseys through like the NHL website. Yeah, yeah. What teams, uh, doing, what teams do in their in their personal store is is up to them. Like when I went to like when I go to um, some Flames games and whatnot, mm-hmm. the jersey prices are are about that. I think it's it's like one. I think it's a little bit cheaper. I think it's like one eighty if you want a blank, and then it's like two eighty nine or something if you want to get uh, um with the name and whatnot. So I got to imagine that the Oilers prices are quite a bit higher if it's got people complaining about that as well. Mm, and that, and that, like that—that's I think kind of my question. Like, is this like if I, if I go to a Flames game tomorrow, or or the concession 
price is going to be more expensive everywhere or jerseys is team store more expensive everywhere or or is something going on with the Oilers organization like if you're jacking your prices to that degree are your ticket sales struggling are your are your tv like what something needs to be lagging behind if you're making such a push to make it up in that area or you have a greedy team owner yeah um but but it's but i i think I, a big part of it is you know, for the last while, they they have struggled to to bring fans in the same just because you know they haven't had the best um, team. And obviously, having McDavid definitely helps bring in more fans. But now that they have a really really good team, one that they, like they're easily Stanley Cup contender, I think now they're just jumping on. Like you know what, we've got a sold out arena almost every single home game. So I I don't know what their capacity is. I want to say it's around seventeen thousand or so. Maybe a little bit more, but I think now they're just saying, "Hey, our arena's packed full every game. Let's just jack up the prices and try and make as much money." But in doing so, I, I don't think a lot of people are gonna pull the trigger on on buying food. Mm-hmm. I I wonder if they're in debt or something. Like That's I wonder if, is, is we'll I never wonder if know, now they're trying like, to make but, up. Yeah, like it's. Oh man, well that, that's a shame. Oilers, y'all clowns. Very much. All right, does that is that our clown report for uh, for this evening? Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I clowned on on the two NHL teams I had to clown on. I don't uh, got too much more outside of that. I clowned on AB. I clowned on myself. We did what had to be done. Um, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out that PGO parlay. Uh, once again. Um, that is the Chargers, Bucks, Rams, Cardinals, and Patriots all with the spread or all against the spread covering. You, you get the deal. Uh, that's the PGA parlay for this week. Be sure to check us out on YouTube now. Be sure to check out our clip page. Send them to a friend. Um, post game, one word, capital P, capital G, though, overtime. That's a second word, and that is one word as well. Um, post game overtime on YouTube. I uh, believe it's post game overtime on Instagram as well. Uh, Instagram is just PGO show, just oh, letter did. PGO and then show. And then also on Twitter, we are at the letter P G and then overtime. You can also find us on there. Ooh, yeah. Where we keep um, you up to date on all of the news. Antonio Brown is being on Twitter. He's got great stuff on there every day, as do we. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, honestly, check out, check out our pages for, for a little bit of everything. Um, Instagram, you're going to start getting some of the clips in reels. Uh, and you're going you know, to get stories. You're going to get some picture content that way. Um, Twitter, you're going to get the brilliant Twitter mind of Brandon Corbiel. So that, that alone is a reason to get on the PGO Twitter, wouldn't you say? Oh, you bet. And then, uh, and then our YouTube, I think you're going to see some longer form stuff. You're going to potentially see some video stuff, clips. Um, or I mean, I shouldn't yeah. say longer, I guess shorter form, but longer than Instagram. Some of our, some of our best bits that we, we feel you guys really want. Just listen to on repeat as you fall asleep. Yeah, or yeah, listen to it on repeat. Uh, maybe put together, we'll try and maybe put together some playlists if we're, we're ragging on certain people a lot. Um, and we'll clip oh, those together. We 
we will uh, send them to your friends. Um, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Have yourselves a great week.